Welcome to the Friends Summit podcast. Um, so it was really special come to Friends Summit and everybody is like your age for once. We've recognized uh, as we have a passion for youth among the French church that we need to expose them to what the French church is doing, not only in their local church and in their regions, but also nationally. It was so cool to see all the other people that are just all over America in Friends Church joining together that are your age, because you're like, okay, yeah, friends are cool. It's designed mostly to help people slow down a little bit. We hope you enjoy these conversations and that you consider joining us in Houston, Texas this December. 2023. All right, we are here with another episode of the Friends Summit podcast. And this time, yeah, we are chatting with Courtney Seacrest. Did I pronounce that right? You did. It's a miracle. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever actually said it out loud. Yeah. So I'm going to let Courtney introduce her herself um and then we'll chat with her and and talk a little bit more about friend summit like jacob said i'm courtney um i'm the director of worship and communications at battle creek friends church and this will be the second summit for me but for my husband it'll be like the third so he's got an extra year on me so yeah really excited cool well, we are excited to have you. You are going to have some leadership um, this year at Friends Summit. And um, you already kind of mentioned that you'd already been to Summit in the past, but why would you suggest that people come to Friends Summit? What is it um, about your past experience with Summit? Um, or what would be important for people to know that are might, might be considering coming? I think the coolest thing for me last summit was just because friends church in battle creek is i'm very much outnumbered in terms of like young and old Mm -hmm. um so it was really special to come to friends summit and everybody is like your age for Mm -hmm. once it was so cool to see like all the other people that are just all over America in Friends Church joining together that are your age because you're like, okay, yeah, friends are cool. Friends is not just for old people. <laughs> cool young people and we exist. <laughs> and I think for our group especially, like not only did we just get to enjoy like all the things that were planned for us and um kind of just be minister to instead of having to like you know be in charge of everything just being able to come as a group it was so cool for our bonding like we still talk about to this day like stuff that happened at summit in 2018 and um so it's really good for team building it's really good for you know meeting new people and making connections now i have friends that are friends from all over America instead of just Friends Church and Battle Creek. So it was cool to see it on a bigger scale. Nice. Cool. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. Um, okay, so last time in 2018, we had like regional bands. So anyone who went last time, each day there was like the Northwest Yearly Meeting Band, the Mid America Band, the Eastern Region Band. And so you were like the coordinator or one of the leaders of the Eastern Region Band. And so you guys led worship one of the 
mornings, I think, or evenings. I don't remember when that was happening. Um, but this time, Courtney is going to be the leader of like the main summit band. So she'll be um, up there every single day with her group leading worship in the evenings. And so I wanted to ask you as, you know, as you're getting ready for that, for summit leading worship at summit, and also you do that at your church. I don't know if this is like too big of a question and you're like, I don't really have an answer to this question, but as someone who doesn't do worship, like what is your approach if you have one to like leading worship at your church? And then also like, as you think about coming together with this group of people who are from all over the, the country and maybe have different styles. Yeah, I take my position as a worship leader so serious. It's laughable sometimes, um, maybe sometimes it's like overanalyze things. But um, lately what I've found has been really cool at our church is I've just kind of gone back to some basics, um, finding songs that are rich, like theologically, um, that come straight from scripture. Um, I don't, I'm not in the business of like emotionally manipulating people, um, which seems to be like quite popular, um, you know, so I like just try to plant the seeds and these are the songs that we're singing and the lyrics are from scripture or they're inspired from scripture um, and let's just see what God's going to do. Um, I don't really... I don't like to be yelled at during worship. <laughs> um, like when people are like, come on, give a shout of praise. I'm like, please stop. Coming. <laughs> so I love just like letting people do whatever they want. Like whatever you're comfortable with, you know, is what some people are like, I just want to sing quietly. I don't want to raise my hands. And some people are like, I'm going all out and I'm dancing. I just love taking the time to make sure that it's like just an environment where everybody feels like they're included, but also that they're comfortable. So they don't have to do anything extra or they don't have to show out. Um, I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago and the worship leader was like, don't be looking around at other people, like trying to figure out who's singing what. And I really liked that she said that. <laughs> um, Sometimes I feel like people are worried, like, are people going to hear me or whatever? So I just try to be really chill and just kind of let people do what they're going to do and um, just see how God stirs it up from there. Hmm. But I am quite the stickler on good theology in worship music. Oh, theology is no. questionable. Song belongs <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> you can fight. That a girl. Good. How cool the song is. There's been so many songs and I'm like, oh, I love this song. And then it'll be like one line. And I'm like, oh, it's ruined. It's gone. We could put <laughs> on a can of worms here. Like, I'll put you on the hot seat. What's your opinion on reckless love? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I, we've done reckless love at our church. Um, we did it for a while. Um, I personally, that's like one of the greatest worship bridges of all time, in my opinion, as mm -hmm. far as like the melody goes. Um, but I kind of retired it because, and this is like another can of worms, another rabbit hole. <laughs> um, we don't do Bethel music at our church. And there's like a couple of other groups that we don't do at our church. Um, just, 
I felt really convicted about that. Um, and so it kind of went on the way set, like it, it went away when the rest of like their catalogs went away. Um, yeah. My personal opinion about Reckless Love though, is that he wasn't necessarily like trying to like stir something up. I think the problem with like worship leaders in the hipster worship leader movement is that people just keep trying to like reinvent the wheel and try to make things like sound cool and use like a cool fresh word because like how many earth wind and fire metaphors are really left not that <laughs> and so i think he was like oh let's just use the word reckless because it sounds cool and then he like gets accused of being like a heretic and he's like oh crap like i just i just thought it was like an edgy you know word yeah. i don't think he was trying to make like a big theological statement i i understand the sentiment that he's trying to say there Corey asbury which fun fact Corey asbury he worked at a church like 20 minutes from us here dang there you go yeah i didn't even know like when that song obviously that's that's a little bit of an older song but i think it was like two or three years ago when it was like really popular and really getting into the controversy of like god's love is reckless or no it's not and you shouldn't sing this blah blah, blah. um i didn't knew nothing about that at the time and we were going up to summer camp and the guy that i have do worship for us like he was asking me what songs he should sing is, is there any songs i should do this year and i was like well reckless love's popular throw that in there and he was like are you sure about that and i was like yeah why like why not and he's like well it's it's a lot of people have issues with it and i was like uh why i don't have an issue with it i i just knew nothing about it so he explained the whole thing to me and i was like i, I think it's fine let's play it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i totally understand what he was trying to say i don't think he meant to like end up making it such a big controversy we yeah. sang it a lot i don't know if there's any more current worship music controversies that's that's the one that always comes to mind for me i know that's like three years old but Courtney, I have to yes. ask, how old are you? <laughs> 27. Oh my goodness, you are wise beyond your years. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate wow. it. But with that um, being said, you said that you're, you feel kind of like an oddball because of your age, right? In leadership within the Friends Church. So what is it like about the Friends Church that keeps you there and what is it that you're passionate about the Friends Church as we are all gathering together as one big Friends Church as a 27 year old? Yeah, well, I think um, one thing that actually kind of inspired me the last time I went to Summit was like how much more everybody else was like steeped in like the Friends culture than I think I realized was a thing. Like there were like acronyms for things and like very cool like liturgical things and i'm like what the heck like i don't even know what any of this is and so it was cool to like see you know like how other people do those things and learn more about like the friends denomination as a whole but i think probably the most um special thing to me is just how the french church has just always been on the right side of history um they and shout out to eastern region um like French church is always holding the line um, as far as like scripture being authoritative and all these issues that um, that are just coming up today, like they're just so gracious and loving about these things while also like holding 
people to a biblical standard as they should be held. Um, and so I think that's my favorite part is seeing how, how it kind of translates across America and how everybody else like has their own special spin on it and has these different things that they do um, that we can learn from each other, but also just that collectively as a whole, you know, we're, we're on the same page. Mm. That is nice. So our last question, this is another new thing that we're doing for Summit this year is having, we've never had a theme verse. Like this is the fourth Summit. We've never had a theme verse. Um, kind of the themes have always been like kingdom, mission, and passion. And each day, like the speakers and stuff would align with those themes. But um, we're going to try to do like a, a big inductive Bible study with like all 300, 400 people that are there and focus on some passages in Ephesians each day and really highlighting this verse here that I'll read here in a second um, is Ephesians 4, 12 and 13, which is equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. So that's kind of what we're trying to highlight this year um, for Friends Summit, especially when we're there in person. But um, as you read that and think about that um, within the context of Friends Summit, like does anything stand out to you from that verse? And maybe, I don't know, as you're thinking about leading worship with that as the theme of Summit, like does anything stand out to you? Yeah, I think the word equip is so important. At, Fr at Friends Church in Battle Creek, our mission statement is to draw, equip, and send. And there are so many places in scripture where you can see the negative effects of people running around that haven't been equipped properly. Um, you see it, you know, in the book of Judges when um, it talks about how there's a whole generation that doesn't know the Lord. And whose fault was that? The generation before, because they didn't tell all their little friends and family about Jesus. <laughs> so there's so many instances like that in the Bible where you see all the negative effects of what can happen if you're not actively equipping the church and teaching people and getting together and having church and doing all these things. And I think a lot of like the misconceptions and the negative connotations that are kind of attached to Christianity right now come from like misinformation. People are like, oh, well, Christianity, they hate women. Okay, well, if you actually read scripture and you actually understand the context, that's the farthest thing from the truth. It championed women like nothing else that anybody had ever seen during that time. And, and that's just an example. So we need to be equipped and getting together and doing these things so that we can explain this to people who like aren't believers or people who may be in the process of maybe like leaving the faith because they're finding issues with these things and so that's but i'm in a super huge like apologetics nerd so that's immediately like where my brain goes um when i read verses like this i'm like we have to know like how to defend our faith and we have to know how to build each other up and we have to make church a priority because and this is like i wore this t-shirt today and it like totally by chance i did not put it on <laughs> just, for just because i was gonna be there, but 
It says theology matters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it does. And my husband has a shirt that says bad theology hurts people. Mm. Um, so yes, I do love that verse. I do love Ephesians. I do love a good charge to the church. So yeah, I'm I think it'll be it good. All. We, we talked on the last episode with the guy uh, who's going to be leading this like huge Bible study with 400 people at one time and kind of working out how we're going to make that happen and that kind of stuff. But I think we're excited to see, even if it's something that we're not really sure how it's going to work, but. Yeah. yeah. You don't know unless you try. I've been a exactly. part of a, I went to a, a festival like years and years ago and they like attempted to do like a very large communion. So they like handed us like these communion lunchables. Mm. And so basically it was juice on the bottom and then you peel the top off and there's like a cup or like a, like the bread on the top. And that was like thousands of people. They attempted that. So if you can pull off communion outdoors with thousands of people, that's I'd, true. I'd be down to try a Bible study. <laughs> so everybody should come to summit. Yeah. And try it out. It'll be fun. We're going to have small groups. Yes, We're going to have leaders. We're going to dive into scripture together and see what the Holy Spirit does. So. Mm-hmm. And Courtney's and, not going to scream at you. Courtney will be leading worship. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. And Courtney will not be yelling at you. Yeah. The accommodations were always super wonderful. I was like pleasantly surprised the last time. Not that I thought that you guys were going to just put us in a super eight, but mm. we got to the, the hotel and I was like, oh my gosh, how much thought and like care went into planning this and like getting us to this place and it's like a little vacation really well this hotel's what, pretty cool too what is your opinion on koi fish yeah that's important fish it's the bougiest kind of fish <laughs> <laughs> well we got koi fish <laughs> all over the oh, lobby hotel <laughs> oh my goodness come see yes. the koi fish <laughs> oh yeah yeah, and you can feed them, and they all come. Um, yeah, you can walk up to the you can walk up to the little <laughs> hotel lobby desk and ask for uh, fish food and go feed them. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. So are they like? <laughs> are they like kind of. They must eat a lot. Yeah, yeah I don't big. know. I don't know if they limit the amount of food they give out per day or not. We're <laughs> pretty big. How big are these koi fish, really? <laughs> You'll just have to see you in a few come months. Come to summit and find out. Yep. Yeah, come to summit and see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Courtney, for joining yeah, thanks, us. Courtney. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I feel special. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're and we will cast. see everybody in a few months here. See ya. Bye.